Hey, welcome to Tangible Takeaways, episode 23. So glad that you're here. Uh, I'm Jackson, and today I'm going to talk about how we spend way too much time looking in the rearview mirror when we need to be looking at the windshield. Yeah, and I'm Mike, and uh, I'm just going to remind you that you need to preach the gospel to yourself every single day. All that and more on this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Hey, welcome to episode 23 of Tangible Takeaways. Mike, thanks for being on. Glad to be here. Glad to have you back, yeah. returner to Tangible Takeaways. <laughs> um, and we're, you know, pretty deep into our 40 Days of Prayer series here so far. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just find it refreshing to talk about prayer. It's obviously a really important piece of the Christian life that maybe even I'm thinking about now as we've been talking about it for a few weeks here now. Like, man, maybe we really don't talk about prayer that often for how valuable it is to the Christian life and how like important it is. And that being said, what do you feel like you have been learning this round as we've been studying and talking about prayer uh, pretty consistently here for the past few weeks? I know, uh, Jackson, for me, I have been <laughs> really impressed. A lot of times I go to prayer, like I... I bow my head, I close my eyes, I know I need to talk to God. And when I struggle, like we all do at times, yeah. you know, I, I feel like, oh, I need to try harder or or I think I'm not very good at this mm. or, you know, other, other thoughts. And what's been really cool about this series is I've realized that what I need is I need um, other aspects of my Christian life feeding into my prayer life. I, mm. I, I need to be in the word of God. I mm. need to be uh, worshiping, whether that's just, you know, making music yeah. uh, or or just marveling at God's creation. And those things have have really been an encouragement to my prayer life as we've kind of been going through that. And I, I don't know that I ever noticed that before until mm. now. So mm. anyway, that's just yeah. for me. There's like a synergy to uh -huh. all those things almost that they kind of feed into each other in different ways. Yep. Yeah, that's powerful. I'm even thinking about, for me, it's been a trip to think about how uh, I almost kind of view prayer like I need to earn God's attention mm -hmm. or, um, you know, even those thoughts that you're talking about, like, man, I'm not very good at this or whatever. I'll, I'll think things like, man, I'm I'm too distracted or my my thoughts aren't in the right place or I don't I don't have this kind of magical combination of words to yeah. usher God's presence in and uh, you know this is unrelated even to the series but it really did tie to the series really well for me I was preparing for a message in uh, John chapter 1 um, looking at how Jesus has made his dwelling among us mm -hmm. and I was look I was looking at that for our young adults program yeah. and really unpacking that that dwelling peace being that like Jesus has made his presence he's brought his presence here in these very mundane like dwelling isn't uh, like a mountaintop experience dwelling is like we're we're taking a, a shower out behind the tent and we're right. cooking food together and doing all the dumb stuff that I think isn't I hate about my life and I figure that God hates about my life and he doesn't want to be involved in yeah. just because I'm I don't want to be involved in those moments they're yeah. not highlights to me so I figure he doesn't want to be there and then I'm realizing, man, he's actually here 
even in these moments that I don't think he deserves to be here. Like he, he shouldn't be here because, you know, I'm doing something like wrong or not cool enough, or it's yeah. not a highlight of yeah. a moment, yeah. but he's still here. Yeah. And uh, so just realizing just how near he is yeah. in, in my prayers and that I don't have to do anything special to garner his attention. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, completely i'm thinking the word vanilla comes to mind i mm. sometimes i just feel like my life is just pretty pretty vanilla yeah. pretty plain and why does god even care about just these plain old ordinary things that i'm kind of struggling with and i almost feel bad like even talking to him about yeah. these yeah it's like if i'm not in crisis or i didn't just lead a million people to christ i don't want i don't feel like i should be talking to right. him you know right. it's like he's too busy he's got too much going on you know like <laughs> something crazy's got to be going on or something crazy awesome has to be happening right and it's like oh no he's just made his dwelling among us yeah. you know and that's that's yeah good for us yeah yeah <laughs> i mean such intimacy there you know when you talk about just these kind of like lame pieces of our life that he's still in them with us yep. you know so even even thinking about now this weekend talking about huh. how we how do we pray when god feels far away yeah. which man i just so appreciated us pastor tom taking on that topic and yeah. could really feel you know i don't know where different people were watching from but i was there at victorville and i could just really feel there was a lot of um people could just really relate to this topic. And yeah. I'm feeling that same thing. I think sometimes people can think, well, you're a pastor. You don't have to deal with that. It's like, this is just a part <laughs> oh, yeah. of the, the life of a Christian, yes, right? It to is. Yeah. feel like God's far away. And one of the things he talked about, which I think we were just talking about this, Pastor Tom's always got a unique angle yeah. that I'm kind of like, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. And one of the things he talks about is like, have you checked in on on how you've contributed to the problem, yep. right? And I'm like, oh man, I've never really, I just kind of always wag my finger at God and are like, why are you hiding from me? Yeah. But he said, man, there's a lot that we give our attention to that just kind of isn't worthy of our time. And then all of a sudden we've kind of pushed ourselves away from God because we're listening to these other voices that aren't God. What would you say are some of those voices as he's talking about those things that you're like, man, those are maybe even, even distracting for me or I see those distracting a lot of people around me right now. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Jackson. I mean, I've really tried to tone down my my news intake, my social media intake. I, I feel like there's so many voices and, mm. uh, and so I've tried to kind of calm those things down but even with all of that uh the calming down it just still feels like our world is really noisy yeah these days and i, I it definitely has been impacting me um i, I was thinking about um psalm 13 when when uh, pastor tom kind of unpacked that and how david just starts out kind of complaining yeah god why are you far away mm. and um <laughs> You know, just him making the very simple observation. We have a tendency to blame other people. And um, I just, it really hit home. I was like, man, how many times have I blamed God for the the problem in in my prayer life? Yeah. And uh, that just was super, super yeah. convicting for me. And personally. thank God for the Psalms, right? They're so yeah. relatable. You yeah. see David doing that and you're like, I do that all the time, yeah. man. And it's just real. And, and But you see the progression. Yeah. And that it's okay. It's, a, it's not like God is up there going, doggone it, you know, why is he complaining at me again? It's kind of like, okay, okay, bring it, you know? Yeah. And because he knows that 
if that's what we're thinking and we're, what we're feeling, what we really need to do is express that to, mm. to bring even the complaint. Go yeah. ahead, bring it to Yeah, them. it goes back to almost those first weeks of 40 days, man. Yeah. If you're not going to be honest with God, I don't, think you, I don't think you're going to meet him. You yes. know, like I don't think you're going to meet him in your prayer life if you're going to pretend to be something that you're not or feel something that you're not feeling. Right, yeah. Getting past the maybe the feelings that we have of, God, where are you? Uh, we need to talk it out. We yeah. almost need to verbally process yeah. with God, whatever that is, even if it's, you feel very far away, God, and I, I don't, I'm not liking you very much right now. Yeah. And, this is and even really if we problem. know that it's wrong, right? Like we are human beings. We yeah. need to verbally process yeah. some of these things with yeah. him. And I feel like that's what the Psalms yeah. help us with is we actually get to see biblical authors verbally process through everything that they're going through and, and kind of come to the right conclusion. Yeah. But it takes them a little bit to get there. And that, that's encouraging to me. Yeah. And even knowing what we believe about scripture that like, that's a, that's an inspired mm -hmm. like issue that they're wrestling with yeah. God through because you look at how just relatable it is and yeah. to know, I think even the Psalms give us license and a little bit of freedom to say like, man, it's actually, it's okay to wrestle with the stuff I wrestle with. Yeah. It's okay to feel frustrated about some of the stuff I feel frustrated about. Yeah. And now I can begin to work to, obviously they always land in, but I love you and I trust you and right, they land in those spots, but yeah. they don't start in those spots a lot of the time. Yeah. And so taking that as a model that like, man, I wanna start with being transparent about where I am and let that prayer life begin to form me back to what I know is true, mm -hmm. you know? So, I, I mean, there's so many things that are so distracting between our social media feeds, our news feeds. I think even, um, man, so much of what's going on in our relationships. I think our, our relational world is in turmoil because um, you've got a lot of people who have a lot of different opinions, right? Yeah. And so sometimes we're just friends with opinionated people. And mm -hmm. so even if I do my best to limit where I'm at on social media or limit where I'm at on the news, I can't stop my friend from calling me with all yeah. their opinions and all their concerns and all their yeah. fears. And now all of a sudden that's ramping up my fear. And I think a lot of times too, you know, even talking with some people this weekend, I, I think sometimes we need to recognize that just like Pastor Tom was saying, we go looking for some of that stuff mm -hmm. a lot of the time yeah, because maybe it's easier to distract ourselves with it or maybe we, we, we're not. It's I think sometimes being with God, being in relationship with him, it's harder than we want it to be, even though it's more rewarding, it's more fulfilling, it's mm -hmm. fuller. Um, there's cheaper things that we can chase, you know, yeah. that are way easier. Yeah. Even if they're things that build our fears, it's easier to go build our fears than it is to come and lay them at his feet. You know, like it's just easier yeah. to go spin out on something than it is to actually do the work of coming to him and talking to him about it. So I loved Pastor Tom's illustration of, you know, when a kid grabs the pant leg of a stranger and thinks it's their dad and looks up and says, you're not my dad, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's a great way to think about it, man. If, if some of these, so many of these voices, they're not our dad. And yeah. so it's so important to be rooted and anchored to his pant leg and his word and things like that. Yep. So, um, so even in that same vein, thinking about this weekend, uh, one of the things that Pastor Tom brought up is beyond what we do to ourselves and kind of the content we consume and stuff like that, that there is um, a reality that's felt by all human beings that we just don't belong in the presence <laughs> of God. Yeah. And, and 
a lot of us know that Jesus has changed that. We know that cognitively, yeah. Um, but we don't always know that at the heart level, and it's not something that we feel all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it becomes really hard to be sincere, like he was talking about, or confident. I feel like is another word that kind of goes in line there. Yeah. And so, how would you say, man, we can increase or, or see ourselves being sincere and confident in the presence of God when our shame says we don't belong? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, our the enemy of our souls is uh, known as an accuser of the brethren. I, mm. I think that these the the shame and the the guilt and the you're not good enough or you're not doing this right or you don't belong here is. Um, I think we need to recognize that that's fed by an enemy yeah. who wants to put distance between us and our father. Mm. This is this is our dad. Yeah. Right? who's just inviting us up into his lap and saying, just talk to me, bring everything to yeah. me. I want to hear it. And uh, But we've got someone <laughs> who's kind of whispering, maybe subtly or maybe not so subtly. Maybe he's screaming. Yeah. Um, and um, I think we need to recognize the source of where those things come from. Mm. That that voice that says you're not good enough, you don't belong here, is 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 an enemy voice. Yeah, we can think that that's God's voice a lot of the time. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a huge piece of the problem, right? We give that voice way too much credit and say like, oh man, God, you're right. And it's like, that's not God's voice. God's ushering you in. Yeah. He's not pushing you away. For sure. Yeah. And so (laughs) I think then we need to go to his voice. We need to hear him speak. And um, uh, Jerry Bridges, uh, he's a He's with the Lord now, but he's a favorite author of mine. I think one of the first books I ever read, Christian books, was by Jerry Bridges. It was a study on God's holiness, and um, but he he wrote a book um, that that just really hit home for me um, several years ago. Um, and he, in that book, he said this: "You have to preach the gospel to yourself every day." Mm. And as a pastor, that just really hit home. I preach to other people all the yeah. time. But he's like, man, you need to preach the gospel to yourself every single day. And it's because we just are prone to forget. We're just prone to forget all that we've been given by God's grace through mm. faith in Jesus Christ, mm. which means I have a clean slate before God. Yeah. Um, I, I have access. I have intimacy. <laughs> all that. Yeah. And it's, I just need to remember that. Wow. And uh, so anyway, that was uh, something that kind of came to mind, even as he was, yeah. I loved how Pastor Tom uh, kind of went back and unpacked the whole tabernacle and the, yeah. you know, the thing and the Hebrews thing and the, the, the veil being torn in two and all of that. And uh, I thought that was really helpful because again, we, we tend to forget mm. all that God's done for us through Christ, giving us access yeah. and, you know, just this relationship with our God, this holy, holy, holy God, who's now our, our father. And we have been brought near to him. Yeah. yeah. I think about what Paul says when he says, I, I, I push for what's ahead, forgetting what lies behind. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we think of that in like a super motivational way when he's talking about that, like, yeah, just forget everything and push forward. And it's like, no, that's that's what it is to live the Christian life. Yeah. I don't let what lays behind me yeah. um, 
diminish or take away from what lays ahead yeah. because Christ has taken what lays behind me. And yeah. so a lot of the time, you know, it's funny, it's one of the first lessons they teach you when you're learning how to drive. They tell you like, don't, don't drive looking in the rear view mirror. Because a lot of times when you first get into driving, you're so scared about what's gonna hit you, yeah. right? And so you come to a stop, but then you're looking in your rear view mirror like, I don't know, they're gonna hit me, they're gonna hit me, they're gonna hit me. And you're yeah. thinking all the worst that's gonna happen. Yeah. And so you're looking because for whatever reason you think you can control the fact that somebody's going to hit you from behind if you're looking. Yeah. You can't control it. You're yeah. going to get hit. If you're going to get hit, you're going to get hit. Yeah. But we we just are so prone to stare behind us, yeah. not realizing that when we fail to look ahead, we open ourselves up to all kinds of destruction. And ultimately, it'll actually cost you your life if yeah. you just keep looking back yeah. instead of looking ahead. Yeah. And I think ahead is Christ and behind is the accuser. Yeah. You know, I, I think ahead is Christ calling us to grow increasingly each day into who he's made us to be, into those holy, beloved, adored children yeah. that we don't feel like we are. When yeah. the Bible talks about us as saints and as holy, we feel like that's not me. It's talking about some other weird group of people. <laughs> it's like, no, that's talking about us. Yeah. And that's what lays ahead. But it's so easy to look at what lays behind and be afraid of, well, what if that past catches up with me? What if what I did? I mean, Paul had every reason to look behind. He was killing people for professing Christ. Yeah. You know, like there's he had every reason to look behind, but instead he continued to press forward. And yep. you see how influential and impactful his life was yeah. because he wasn't bound by shame. And I think so many of us, our lives are, are, the gospel is neutered in our lives almost. It's taken away because all we do is look at, at what's behind and we fail to see that the gospel opens up a door for what lays ahead, Yeah, you know? And so um, I think it's a, I'm thankful that Pastor Tom talked about it yeah. because it's such a, um, we miss it a lot. Yeah. That shame component, I think we think it contributes something to our life when yeah. it just doesn't, you yeah. know? So what would you say, obviously, every time that God feels far away, we like to think that it's going to be the last time and that we learned our lesson and that it's never going to happen ever again. And then he feels far away again uh -huh. at some point. So we always like to tell ourselves, this is never going to happen again. I'll never run into this. And then we do. So next time that God feels far away for you, what are you coming away from this weekend and stuff like that? What are you coming away with to say, man, this is what I'm going to do differently next time? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, Pastor Tom gave us a great blueprint on this thing to, to you know, kind of deal with it. It's like, um, are, you, are you blaming somebody else? Mm. You know, own own your own junk, you know, yeah. deal with that. Um, and in that very moment, remember, whatever you feel like is separating you from God, nothing can do that. Mm. So... So don't blame him. Don't don't allow that to to uh, to be the thing that keeps you from feeling his presence. The second thing he said is, you know, think about inappropriate um, priorities, mm. things that have maybe like jumped up higher than what they're supposed to be. Mm. Keep, keep things yeah. in the proper perspective, and and then just if you're hearing that voice, if you're hearing that voice saying you're not good enough, just just know that's a liar. That's that's uh, an enemy voice, and yeah. uh, it, it just put that behind you, and just just press in. So I, I think those three things would be would be part of it. And I think from a practical perspective, for me, again, it's just I just need to make sure that I'm maybe practically tuning out those voices, maybe getting alone, or or maybe just filling my mind with 
you know, what is praise and worship music mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just spending time in God's word or um, I don't know about you. I kind of enjoy the Bible Project guys. Yeah. There have been times when I'll just turn on a Bible Project video and kind of just listen to, you know, them just kind of speak the truth of yeah. God's word. And, and it just puts me in a better spot. And then I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm ready. Let's 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 go, God. Let's, yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. nice when you feel like God's far away. Sometimes it's really nice to feel like, uh, or to even be around people who don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you find yourself around. And I mean, I think I have the the luxury of this working on a church staff that man, when God <laughs> feels far away from me, yeah. I'm showing up to work with a bunch of people that feel close to God. And yeah. so even as I get to hear them talk about God, it Uh, it works against some of the things that I'm assuming or I've come to believe that I know aren't true, but I've come to believe them because I'm experiencing it. It's like maybe God doesn't love me that much or maybe I did something to deserve this or whatever. And I hear them talk about God as they're close to him and adoring him. And it just, it kind of straightens me out a little bit. funny you saying that. I'm just thinking about my prayer group this Mm. morning. Mm. Came into work, two other guys joined me in the office and we talked and then we prayed. It's just really cool listening to their conversation with God. And it's just, yeah, that was super encouraging. And I, yeah. I, I think that that is maybe another one of those things that maybe it's just getting together with other people and saying, man, I'm struggling, but can we just pray together and let's just, yeah. you know, I actually this. just want to hear you talk to yeah. God because I feel like I can't talk to him right yeah. now. And it's just going to remind me, oh yeah, there's been so many times in my life where I've been able to talk to God that way. Yeah. And I've had that confidence with him. And so maybe that, maybe I'm, I'm wrestling with some stuff right now, or I just feel like he's far away, mm. but I don't have to be completely lost over it. Yeah. And it's weird. Our, our culture has picked up this term that I don't always love for mm. everything. Um, they talk about normalizing stuff, right? Hmm. They say normalize yeah. this and normalize yeah. that. And I don't always love the things that they're saying we should normalize because to me, some of those things are like, well, this probably shouldn't normalize that. <laughs> um, but man, one of the things when I think about that term normalize, I do think that it's worth saying as we see it repeated in the Psalms so many times that there should be something that's normalized to us about God feeling far away. That, um, that shouldn't be something that we feel comfortable in. That's yeah. like, oh, I'm fine with it. But we yeah. should normalize the fact that it is a part of the Christian experience. Mm-hmm. It's a part it of is. doing life with God. Yeah. And it's not just like, um, and I think sometimes we come to believe, well, I'm just a bad Christian. So I'm the only person it happens to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if it happened to David, I think it's going to happen to everybody. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, and we see after it, God's, God's own heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we see it happen to him yeah. a lot. And yeah. so I think sometimes even the shame of this shouldn't be happening to me right now yeah. prevents us from um, really growing in the moment or even being able to seek God because we're already assuming, like we're kind of playing into that shame already. Like, man, I'm weird this shouldn't be happening and it's like oh no this is just part of the christian life it's not the most fun part it's not the most exciting or inspiring but it is part of it yep very so yeah so i think there's some hopefully some good takeaways in there and hopefully it's a it's a benefit and a blessing to you uh there as always don't forget to maybe drop a tangible takeaway that you've got from this weekend's message there in the comments and We'd just love to know what God's doing in your life. And as always, don't forget to like the video, share it with a friend, uh, because maybe the conversation might be helpful. And Mike, thanks for being on. Always fun getting to talk about it and stuff like that. So it's good. good. Well, we'll catch you guys next week on Tangible Takeaways. Mm